Hey, 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 kingdom citizens around the globe, wherever you may be at this very time, this very hour, whether it's good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you may be around the globe, I say hello to you all. This is your girl, C.L. Suss with Mental and Love Notes 101. And on today, you know, we had just got wrapped up in this the episode of talking about who are you following? Who are you following? That, that It's really been so uh, pressing upon my heart, you know, who are you following? And the two simple words that Jesus declared, follow me. I'm telling you, if you have not listened to it, please go back to the replays and hear it again. If you have listened to it, send it to someone. Share it. Always, as I always state, sow the seed of sharing. Sharing is caring. Care about somebody else who may need to hear this word. Because so many in this time and this season are falling away from the household of faith because they're following, following the wrong people, following the wrong leaders, following the wrong friends following the wrong uh, relationships and they find themselves away from God to moving towards God and whenever we find ourselves moving away from God it is not of God we need to be inclining closer and closer to his ear inclining and closer and closer to what he is saying in this time and season if you don't believe it or whether you believe it or not but it's true time waits for no one and God told us to redeem the time we are in a season now that we need to redeem the time. Redeem the time. I don't have a lot for you all today, but I just wanted to give you a couple of wisdom nuggets as I have been pondering on this week. Holy Spirit has really been speaking about some things. I just attended a Sears and Dreamers class, and I'm telling you that class was awesome, 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 awesome. I am so elated just to be a part of that. But on this week, the Lord has just been dealing with me. And, and if you can, I'm just going to talk about some Friday wisdom nuggets, right? Whenever you may read, whenever you may replay it, some wisdom nuggets to you. The first nugget is this. Shifts are taking place. Shifts are taking place. Do you understand Shifts are taking place. God is moving out things that is no longer necessary and moving in things that is necessary. He is causing things to shift right in front of us, but they are taking place even now. And what are they taking place for? To allow the higher heights and the deeper depths to flow in a new arena. He's allowing these shifts to take place to allow the higher heights and deeper depths to flow in a new arena. Number two, don't miss the shift. Don't miss the shift because you were distracted. Mm. Don't miss the shift because you were distracted. God is doing exceedingly and abundantly even now. 
more than we can ask or think even now. And if we miss it, it's because our power source, our power is not connected as it ought to. Because God said, I am doing a new thing. It shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? It's going to be making ways in the desert, ways in the dark, dry places. God said, I am doing this thing. And if you miss it, it's because your power source is not literally connected to me as it ought to be. Don't miss the ship because you were distracted. Number three, many are missing their opportune time. Many are missing their opportune time because they are stuck in past time. Let me say that again. Many are missing their opportune time because they are stuck in past time. The hurts, the rejections, the oppressions, why they do this. How to do this? I didn't think they would do this. We're stuck in those past times and we have to move forward and let those weights be left behind. Move forward and let those weights be left behind. Holy Spirit ain't just talking to you, you, me. He's talking to everyone because everybody has found themselves in these parts and these points and these moments. Don't miss the momentum behind the moments. Take it, even in the word momentum, moments is in the word momentum. So if we're missing the momentum behind the moments, we need to check our moments. Check what we are doing. Don't let it hinder our progress. Number five. It's hard to move forward with hindering weights. It's hard to move forward with hindering weights. The Bible said in Hebrews 12 and 1, where we are compassed with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight. We have to learn. We have to lay aside. We have to lay aside those weights. Either you carrying those weights or you're going to lay those weights aside. And sin, and the Bible says, and sin which do so easily beset us. It's easily because we don't sometimes see it as sin. But God said lay aside that hindering weight. Because it's hard to move forward with a hindering weight. Not only the weight, but the sin that would so easily beset us. The enemy is cunning. And he'll try to he'll bring things in our lives that we don't think is a sin, but it is sin. Gossiping and bite biting is a sin that we easily get beset in. Dwelling on hurts is a sin because you're not moving and pressing forward towards the mark of the price of the high collar. You're remembering the old things, and that's a sin. Staying stuck. Faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So if I'm always in the past, I'm not even having hope to even have faith to think of different things that God wants to do in my life our life.
Number five. Some things are rapid. And some things are a steady, slow process. Some things are rapid. Rapid growth. Rapid movement. Rapid flow. God said, I can do it rapidly. Or some things will be a steadily slow process. But here's what we need to do. Trust the process in all things. Whether it, it, the process is rapid or whether the process is a steadily slow process. We need to continue to trust the process in all things. Some things are going to happen rapidly. Some things are going to happen suddenly. Some things are going to happen immediately. Some things are going to happen instantaneously. And we have to trust that process. And there are some that is a steadily slow process. It may, you know, you think about a slow uh, waterfall or a slow, even faucet. You may turn it off, but it still have a slow, steadily uh, drip. But either way, it's still dripping. It has not been shut off. It's still dripping. You turn it on, it still flows. So God's saying, even in this time and season, some things may happen rapid. And some things may be a steadily slow process. It's steadily slow because God sometimes got to change our mentality to realize that we have kingdom mentality. Get it off what you want to do and put it on what I want to do. Even in regards to our business, one of the things that I have, I've been asking God, I'm like, okay, God, when? What building? What place? What do you need me to do? And God said, look, it's not that it's not going to happen, but it's a steadily slow process because I got to understand and realize, are you agile to move with me instead of being uh, way prone to how you want the things to happen? Because when we always want the things to happen the way we see it, God said, okay, you still ain't there. You still haven't caught the revelation. You still stuck on what you want to do. But when I'm doing it, I'm, I'm, it's still a steadily slow process, but it's going to be taking me moving into the process of understanding. I think about even in this example right here, even with the children in the, uh, uh, in the wilderness, even in the time of Moses, when they walked that wilderness, what should have been a couple days journey, it took them 40 years. 40 years is the adult life cycle of man. And it took them to a point where you die to yourself. Where you die to your adult ways. Where you die to your own intellect. Where you die to your own mentality. Where you die. Where you kill those things that you want to do and learn to do what I want to do. I will take you into the promised land where you begin to do what I need for you to do. I will take you into the promised land when you know that I am able, more able to do a abundantly above all that you ask or think by the power because that power source now has been connected to me and I will do the things that I told you I will do but you got to be in position and aligned with my word that when I say go you can go when I say move you can move when I say just take a couple steps you can take a couple steps I didn't tell you to stop I, God said he never tell us to stop it's always press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling, which is in Jesus Christ. When we press towards the mark, pressing is moving, pressing is doing. That press may be hard, that press may be easy, but whatever is still pressing. And at one time he told us to stand still, but he told us in the midst of standing still, he said, see the salvation of the Lord. You standing, but you still seeing the salvation of the Lord. But he didn't ever say stop. 
So we have to do what God called our hands to do and to know that we got to trust the process in all things. God may be showing us to do something totally different. I don't know, but I do know this. I'm going to trust the process in it all, in it all, in it all. Because sometimes you're the only go-getter. Sometimes you're the only presser. Sometimes you're the only one that had the tenacity to do. And God said, look, son, it's not that, it's not this. But sometimes he had to send us diligent and loyal workers to help the vision come to pass. Not to say that it's not going to come to pass. But you have to have people in place because God had already told me, he said, I have given you apostolic anointing. Apostolic anointing means you're going to have to build some stuff. Don't mean it's necessary that you're going to take over or you're going to be there bound to what you're building. But you, Nehemiah, will have to build some stuff, rebuild some stuff and allow others to work what's been built. Allow others to work the vision because you have to keep moving and keep building. And God would never put us in a place that we feel we stuck in doing something and calling it a God thing when it's just a good thing. We have to discern when it's a good thing, a good idea, a good a goal to when it's a God goal, God vision, God idea. I don't want to do anything what CL wants to do, but I want to do everything of what kingdom, God, what he's seeking and needing for me to do. Number six, keep your eyes open at all times. Keep your eyes open at all times. Even as seers, they see beyond what is visible. You, The spiritual eyes of the Holy Spirit, he's the projector and we are the projector screen. See beyond what is visible. Holy Spirit will show you all things. For he, the Bible declares that even he searches the deep things, the deep things of God. And that was in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. For the Spirit searches, who the Spirit? Holy Spirit. The Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. The deep things of God are Christ's Sabbath work from beginning to end. The deep things are no longer hidden, but have been revealed by God through his spirit to the people of faith, to you of faith. Are you of faith? If you are faith, then Holy Spirit is willing to show you. You don't have to be a seer to see. You are a believer. And because you are a believer, Holy Spirit will allow you to see, see the things that you need to see. So the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. We walk in a daily wonder ourselves as the strangers of mysteries that Holy Spirit wants to show us. But then we don't want to see it because I'm not a prophet and I'm not a seer and I'm not, yeah, I'm not. No, you don't have to be a, have a title. You don't even have to have a call. You are a believer. You do have a call as a believer, as a believer in Jesus Christ. And as a believer, you have the eyes to see what Holy Spirit lenses. 
In fact, Christ is the embodiment of the deep things of God. You you serve Christ. You accepted Christ. Christ is now the wisdom. Christ is now the righteousness. Christ is now the sanctification. Christ now is the redemption or the deep thing, and which is the deep things of God. We don't have the, you know, earthly wisdom. We have kingdom wisdom. We don't have the, you know, the righteousness of the world. We have the kingdom righteousness, which is sanctification, where we separate ourselves, where he told us to separate yourself. We've been redeemed by the blood of the living lamb, which that is the deep things of God. No man can comprehend that. How do you arrive at this conclusion? Our world is filled with deep things. In the physical world, there are deep things. For example, a natural phenomenon such as the formation of rain is a deep thing. How rain comes down, how rain moves, how the wind blows. That's deep. If you really get to behind the physics of that thing, seasonal changes are deep things. The physical laws that govern our universe are deep things that are still being investigated by the scientists because they try to figure out God and they still can't figure him out. There are deep things that in the spiritual and the religious realms as well. In the Christian faith, for example, the incarnation of Jesus Christ, that was deep. The atonement of Jesus Christ, that was deep. The redemption, that, that was all deep things. In, the, in the fact, the Bible stated that the spiritual matters are so deep that they can only be spiritually discerned by Holy Spirit. Why are spiritual things imperceptible to the unspiritual or the unconverted? First, because these things have been hidden from the wise and learned and revealed to the little children. What did God call us? He said, beloved, you are my children. You are the children of God. He never says the adult of God. Listen to the word now. Read the word. Are we reading the word or are we just looking at it? He said, you are the children of God. So the things that God has done is revealed unto his children. Second, it is because it is in the spiritual realm. Remember what I was just saying? I went to a dreamer's and a seer's class revealing the unseen world. This thing is in a spiritual realm. It is in the spiritual realm. We walk by faith, not by flesh. We walk by faith, not by sight. As a result, only those endowed with the Holy Spirit are capable of comprehending God's wisdom. Keep your eyes open at all times. See or see beyond what is visible. Tap into another dimension to see God's glory. Tap into another dimension to see God's glory. You have the capability. Don't even say, I can't do that. Tap into another world. When you have dreams, you tap into another world. We have three types of worlds. We have the earthly world. We have the demonic world. And we have the glory world. So what realm, when you dream, what realm are you in? Are you still dreaming about things of this earth? Then that means your soul is soulish. You're only thinking about things. Something needs to be healed in your soul. because we. Should, and, and if you're getting in the demonic realm, demonic realm is just basically trying to keep you out of the glory realm. Where you begin to hear God's voice. Where you begin to see the angels where you begin to dwell on the things of God. And so now that we are in not only the middle world, and I don't know which kind of world it comes first and what order, 
significant order, but I do know if you are always re- dreaming about something demonic and, and warfare, look, that's because the enemy done tapped into your mind. He done got you so bogged down with stuff that now all you think everything's supposed to be a fight. That's not just the world that we live in. Everything is just not about the demon, Satan, and his serpents, and all the bad stuff. Some things, as children of God, we supposed to be thinking about and 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 uh. What did he tell us? Keep your mind stayed on me and I will keep you in perfect peace. He also said, if you know, look not to the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. Are we in that unseen world? Seven. Arise and shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon who? I'm going to put my name there. C.L. Suggs. Put your name there. Arise and shine. It's time for you to get up. It's time for you to shine. It's time for your light to uh, the glory of God to be risen upon you. That somebody will see God's glory in your life. What else would rise mean? It mean get up. It mean emerge. Emerge. Become a parent. Make an appearance. Come to the light. Emerge. Come out of that thing. Come up. You done been sitting there for too long. How many years had this been now? And you no movement, no production, no fruit. Come up. Shine. What is shine? Shine forth with God's glory. It's only by his glory and his grace that we can do anything. His mercies are new each and every morning. Give out a bright light. When you shine and you give out a bright light, then somebody said, you got to shine on you. You got to glow on you. No, it's the glory of the Lord. Because I know that I'm risen to a place that he has hit me for. Radiant. Shine is being radiant. The gleam to glow. Most people in the world, they don't know how to discern the things in the glory of God. So they'll say a glow. Does somebody say that about you? Number eight. And I might have got these out of order, so I apologize if I did. Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing catches him by surprise. Nothing goes unnoticed. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. God sees. God hears. God knows. God knows how they're treating you. God knows how they talk about you. God knows how they put you down. God knows how the enemy don't try to deceive you. God knows how the enemy don't come with his lies. God knows all things. God knows the purpose he has for you. God knows the mantle he has on you. God knows the anointing that is operating you. God knows the assignment he has set for you. He knows your destiny. He knows everything about you. He even knows, even in Matthew, the very hairs that's on your head. So God knows all things. Nothing catches him by surprise. Even when King Saul, this is just, I just thought about this. Even when King Saul and David had the issues, a, a man destroyed at his own, it was King Saul destroyed at his own jealousy. God knew that King Saul was jealous of David. God know when people are jealous of you. And someone will be destroyed for trying to destroy you. God knows all things. God knows all things. 
Isaiah 40 and 28 declares this. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. That's Isaiah 40 and 28. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, and he will not grow tired or weary. Stress and strain are never good for any of us. But on this day, they deliver a powerful lesson that our unlimited God is not like me, not like you, not like man, not like boy or girl. God will accomplish everything he wishes in his due season and due time. He said, I am the author and the finisher of your faith. And even when things try to bog us down, we need to go into silent worship and thank God for giving, being that unlimited, unseen guest who always is forever with us and will never leave us nor forsake us. How will you ponder this question? How will you draw on God's unlimited strength today? How will you tap into God's unseen realm today? Will it be through prayer? Will it be through fasting? Will it be through reading? Will it be communing? Will, what, what, what? And how will you draw on God's unlimited strength today? In the midst of your tasks and deadlines, how will you pause to worship the infinite one? How will you pause and worship the infinite one? We need to reverence God at all times. We need to give honor who honor is due at all times. Some of us don't even honor Holy Spirit who dwells in us to lead us and guide us and teach us all things. We don't even acknowledge him half the time. But I have learned and I am learning to say I yield to you Holy Spirit because that is letting me know and letting him know it is out of my hand and I put it totally in your hand. I acknowledge you Holy Spirit. It's saying that I acknowledge that I have a, a, a kingdom being inside of me to get the, the kingdom work done. I give you permission, Holy Spirit, to take over on my life, my family life, my finances, my marriage, my whatever relationship, you know, friendship. I, Holy Spirit, I, I, not, I give you permission. Even an honor, I acknowledge the help that he sent for you and to you. We don't even acknowledge and honor our Angels that God gets set us for. He said, I give the angels charge over you. That's the unseen world. Acknowledge the unseen world. That's who we are. As children of God. As believers of God. And loving God, you are the unlimited one who accomplished all you ever promised. Allow us and give us the ability to accomplish what you put our hands to do. With the help of of the great helper holy spirit with the help of the angels that you set before us so whatever god has your hands to do trust him at doing it 
As you take time to just meditate on his word, as as you take time to just seek his face, as you take the time to just seek him early and let hear what he has to say. Sometimes it's just sitting there in the midst of that secret closet and letting Holy Spirit speak to your heart. It's not always what you want to say. It's not always how you're feeling. But let God begin to endow you with what he needs to say. There is a great work for us all to do, but we have to be willing to do it. God said, I done did my part. I can't, I'm not going to send my son down here to do his part over again. No, only thing he's coming to do is to wrap, you know, redeem y'all to the second coming, redeem you back home. But other than that, his work is done. But when your life is all over, said, and done, will God say, well done, thy good and faithful servant? Or will will he say, what have you done? With the task that I gave you to do in the earth realm. I want to hear. Well done. I want to hear. You've been faithful of a few things. I make you rule over many. I want to hear God say. You accomplished everything I asked you to do. Exceedingly and abundantly. God is great. And he's greatly to be praised. Take the time today to acknowledge and reverence and give permission for your unseen guests to do the impossible. All right, this is your girl, C.L. Suss, with Mental Love Notes 101. The music that you hear in the background is just an atmosphere shift music. Don't own the rights to the music. But I thank God for allowing me to be a part of this podcast and for you who are listening I thank you for being a faithful listener I thank you for being always able to chime in or come in and to hear the word of God but I ask you to do one thing sow the seed of sharing share the podcast with someone else to help them be enlightened to help them to be strengthened to help them develop in their walk with the Lord I need you, you need me, because we all are part part of God's body. Continue to pray for me, and I definitely will continue to pray for you. Much love. See you soon.